0: More resources available online at jennifer-jackson.org. This is Simply for Women.
1: Oh, yes, it is. And I'm excited that you stayed with us because we have Marina Hoffman. She's a Ph.D. That's right. She's a professor at Palm Beach Atlantic University, and she has written an award-winning book, Women in the Bible, Small Group Study. It's available on Amazon, and she even has a video series with it. So go to womeninthebible.info. But welcome today, Dr. Marina Hoffman. Thank you for joining the show today.
2: I'm always grateful to talk about God's faithfulness and women in the Bible and mom. So thank you so much for having me, again.
1: I'm excited. I want to hear about Willow. I love that name. That is the cutest name ever. And how old is
2: Willow now? Willow will be four on the first day of summer, which
1: is June 21. <laughs> She's almost four. How sweet. That is so precious. Well, you know, We as moms, we just love to talk about our kids. So I want to hear all about Willow and you had a story to share.
2: Yeah, Willow is, you know, she's such a miracle, her little life. I was told after a car accident and all kinds of injuries that I would never be able to have a child and that if I got pregnant, I would hemorrhage and it would be so dangerous Mm. for me. But, you know, Amanda, it's amazing when we serve a God who is so faithful and who does more than we can ever ask or imagine. And so little Willow's life from the very beginning is, in a sense, a miracle. And not only that, but even my pregnancy, it was supposed to be horrible, and yet Mm. her wild kick removed all my scar tissue after the surgery and I was struggling with depression and anxiety and the hormones of pregnancy even delivered me from that so truly more than I had even prayed for
1: how did the hormones of pregnancy deliver you from anxiety that's interesting
2: Yes, I really don't understand it because I had, I guess, a wrong impression that pregnancy can make women feel a little bit crazy, but for me, I guess I already was crazy with all the issues and I was struggling with and my brain injury, and my pregnancy was such a happy time. I was always glowing and so excited that mm. God had done this incredible thing in my life, and it kept going, and I, the doctors warned me that after having Willow, I'd probably return to my former state of struggling with depression and anxiety. But, Jennifer, it never happened. And six months later, finally, on Christmas Day, I said, Lord, I'm not going to live in fear anymore. I'm going to thank you for healing
1: me. Oh, that is so beautiful. That's exciting. You know, God has a natural system in our bodies, doesn't he? We're designed to heal. We're designed to repair. He is. Our bodies are so such really cool, aren't they? Wow, that's awesome. So you were told you would never have a child, but now you have this beautiful baby girl.
2: Yeah, and, you know, I think it reminds me all the time, Jennifer, of the gift of life. And sometimes I think when we pray for something so much, it doesn't just happen accidentally, but it's something we longed for for years. It gives us a different perspective. And I'm thankful because all, every single parent out there knows everyone who's been with children, you have those moments that are so trying and so demanding of our patients. Mm-hmm. And how precious in that moment to be reminded, God, I pray for this child and they're a gift. So thank you for the gift. And I think with that, Jennifer, comes the responsibility to continue to be Christ to them all the time in our words and actions and to show them what it means to be a follower of Jesus.
1: So how how do you share Jesus with Willow?
2: You know, I first of all pray about it, and I literally pray about it out loud every morning. We always have our morning prayer, and I'll pray in front of her, God, help me to be a reflection of who you are to Willow today, and then all we do, help us to learn more about you, to know you, and to know your creation, and I think that starts my day with a perspective that I keep it in mind, because for me, it's it's never, Jennifer, a case that I don't want to reflect Christ. It's always a case that I simply forget. I get caught up in demanding that she does a little instruction I've asked, and I forget the much more important bigger picture that we're spending time together. she's learning she's growing, she's only three, and sometimes grace and patience is more important than demanding she follow all of my instructions
1: oh yes it's it's a balancing act, isn't it? and I'm sure you're doing an excellent job. How has the the woman of Hannah in the Bible shaped your motherhood? I know you're a, you really love Hannah how has that made a difference?
2: Yeah, I'm sure I was attracted to her story when I went through the same struggle of infertility like Hannah, and then to read how she responded, she prayed, and the prayer is so beautiful that we have in scripture. It just seems so raw and filled with emotion, and it really freed me to come to God with my heartbreak as well. And I shed many tears over my desire for a child, and so I think Hannah encourages us that so we can be so honest with God. And after she prays, there's this beautiful scene where it says she got up, she ate, she went on her way, and she was no longer downcast. Hmm. And Jennifer, how incredible that she has sorrow, and she still has hardship, and there's no way just simply after praying she became pregnant. And yet she is able to move forward without carrying that heavy, heavy burden of sorrow with her. And that t- spoke volumes to me because... Almost, Jennifer, to be honest with you, I prayed daily, all the time for a child, and there came a point where I had to stop praying, and I had to more trust God, and to say, Lord, you know, i said these words over and over every day, but now I'm going to leave this in your hands and help me, like Hannah, to go forward, to eat, to drink, to go forward in life and not have this heaviness that's with me all the time, but to find joy and meaning and purpose, even if you don't answer my prayer.
1: Oh, that's so good, and it almost is like Hannah where it says she went on her way and she wasn't depressed, she wasn't dismayed, and that sounds exactly how you are walking out your life.
2: Yeah, and Jennifer taught me a lot, even in the last two years it applied to me again. Sometimes we have fear Sometimes we are burdened by the future and what can happen and all the things we hear in the news. But, you know, God calls us to move forward in faith anyways. And I think that's uh, also a picture of what Hannah does. And I think all the time I'm trying to remember, Lord, there's so many things going on in my world and I do have fears, but help me to be bold and brave and courageous and to move forward and to be, you know, a fully present parent, even in the midst of the challenges we face every day.
1: Well, and I think about your unique situation and uh, speak into you know we talk about taking care of ourselves and you know, so that we can be there for others, right? I, I was talking earlier on one of the episodes, have you ever thought about being your own best friend that you actually do like yourself and that you're kind and gracious to yourself? because if we can be nice to ourselves, then we have something within us to give to others and to give to our children and to give to the people we love. And you have been through a unique situation with the car accident, the brain injury. How do you do that? How do you, um, as a mom, pour into yourself so you can pour into her?
2: Yeah, Jennifer, I really love what you're saying. And it's interesting, I usually frame it to myself to remind myself to be a parent to myself. And that is sometimes on the form of being disciplined and orderly, but sometimes it's on the side of forgiveness. And I'll tell you a story. Um, my daughter now does a lot of folding of the laundry. She loves it. <laughs> and at first it horrified me that these beautiful coverage I have, which are literally perfect, like obsessively perfect. I love nicely stacked towels. There are piles of messes. And you can somewhat <laughs> tell they've been folded, at least an effort toward that. But there's just piles in my closets now and in my shelves. And you know what? I think as a parent, I'm so proud of those piles. And so is she. She opens the door and says, Mom, look what I did. And I think, you know what? Can I give myself that grace? Can I be proud of my effort Mm. and proud that I show up every day and yet not demand that I do a perfect job, but to simply focus on did I try? Did I give my best Mm -hmm. and leave the results to God?
1: Yeah. Yeah. How how do you spend time with God during your day, and how do you help Willow to spend time with God?
2: Well, I try to talk about the Lord all the time, and she's really good at that. We prayed the other day. She found a really nice wooden chair at the thrift store, but she <laughs> wanted a rocking chair. So I told her, I said, Willow, you can take this chair now, or you can wait, but it could be several months, but we can pray for it if you want. She just looked at me and said, Yes, Mom, we'll just pray for the rocking chair. I won't take this chair. So we move on. Jennifer, would you believe that the next door we went to, the next little thrift (laughs) store, we opened the door and in front of us, as a fire hazard, is a spectacular old, beautiful wooden Mm. rocking chair. And she (laughs) gasped. This very loud gasp. Everyone looks, 20 people in the store, and everyone's thinking, Oh, what's wrong, right? Has she fallen? And she says, Mom, Jesus answered our Aww. prayer. And I, you know what? I cut her off. And I'm like, Yes, God always answered our prayer when we pray. And she says, No, Mom, we didn't pray. Jesus answered my prayer, and it was only because he knew the words in my heart before I even said them out loud.
1: Oh, how precious. <laughs> oh, I yes. love this little girl. She's so, sweet. You're you putting know, the seeds.
2: Yeah, Jennifer, and you know, just, I think sometimes those moments can come when we simply do a little act of saying, hey, let's pray about this problem, and then we really trust God to provide a solution, and for me, that's where I struggle with, because I want to make sure everything is perfect in our life, but sometimes it's okay to have needs and struggles and to give it to God, because then we create an opportunity for God to answer in beautiful ways, and I just think, Jennifer, how Jesus revealed himself Mm -hmm. to Willow in that moment.
1: Oh, yes, he does. And he asks us to come as a child, and then he speaks to us through our children almost every day. Well, we are running out of time. We have about 30 seconds left. Is there is there something you want to say to that mom out there before we go?
2: Now, well, stay strong and keep having our strength in the Lord. Whether you're having a good day or a bad day, keep remembering God is our strength, and even in our weakness, God has made glorified because He is our strength and He is the one who will guide us. Our days are in His hands, our ways are in His hands and we can trust Him for everything we need. Oh, Marina Hoffman, thank
1: you so much for being part of the show and that little willow. I hope you'll hug her neck for us. It's been great to be together. And if you want to get her, go to womeninthebible.info. That's right, womeninthebible.info. Marina Hoffman, Ph.D. Uh, We're so proud of you. Your heart is beautiful. You've overcome car accident, brain injury, infertility. God is so good. He is with you. He's with all of us. And he sees our struggles. He sees our pain. He knows what's on our heart and he cares. He loves for us. He loves us so much. So go out, be kind to yourself, be your own best friend today because you will have something to pour into others. Well, I'm Jennifer Jackson and you have been listening to Simply for Women. It's a great day.